Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I had to go about it, write it out, and find it myself. And there's some stories I can tell you. I had to fail, had to fall, just for what I did well. And there's some stories I can tell This is the Final Word Daily, the first of a long summer of Final Word Dailies. The preview daily for the Ireland-England Test Match. It is, I'm Pleased to inform you, brought to you by Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. More More extra, extra, less less ordinary. ordinary. You're going to hear a lot of that over the next 60-odd days. Yeah. Uh, It's a preview show, so we don't have a 30-second summary. What we do have is the captain's press conferences from this morning over at ECB Towers. I've just been watching Andy Balberni. Why don't we start with Ireland first? Okay, why not? You know, a lot of England chat. We've been there, we've done that. We haven't done quite so much. Shush. You've got your phone going on. Here's what what you found. Here's what your phone's saying. Here's what Mm. I found out. Um, That Ireland are likely to play Andy McBride as their sole spinner, as an Mm -hmm. all-rounder. They'll have Curtis Camper as their second all-rounder. They'll have the experience of Paul Sterling, who knows this ground so well from his years with Mm -hmm. Middlesex. Harry Tector, who's the coming man. Andy Balberni, who's the only... Irish player to play in all six test matches for them so far. And in all probability, Mark Adair, who you would have heard from on our uh, weekly show yesterday, we dropped in a couple of grabs from him from an interview we did over in the uh, Warner stand behind us. He'll lead the attack from the pavilion end. Craig Young, who's been a bit of a journeyman in his Irish side. He's 33 years of age now. He played in the winning team against England in the last one day they played at Southampton in 2020. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll likely make his test debut at Lords, which is a lovely yep. thing. And possibly Fionn Handa. I don't think he'll play. Although, and I asked Balberni this at the presser, he did get Stokes out in that T20 win at the MCG sure. last year. Like, does that sure. factor in? Should it factor in? Should it factor in if know. you dismiss someone in a T20 game? I doubt it because yeah. literally anybody can dismiss anybody <laughs> in a T20 game if you hit one up in the air. Um, but you know what I'm trying to say, right? Yeah. Like, it's Stokes. Got the wood over him. Got the wood. <laughs> got the edge. Mental scars. Psychological scars. None of that. Okay, what I like, so when you, you see Ireland coming out to play a test match, you get a little bit nervous about their batting. Yep. You remember that they got bowled for, out for 38 last time they played the test here. Uh, but... They bat deep. Like, there's enough there. And they've got that new generation who've come through with Lorcan Tucker, with Harry Tector, with Curtis Kampfer. You know, they've all got 
some kind of like ability to, to, to create a contest. They've got a level of class that we haven't always seen with Irish batting. Um, and you end up with McBride at eight, who's a very capable operator. So that's a good, that's decent depth for test match batting. And that means that, okay, the surface is pretty green. We've seen Carl McDermott um, has just put together one of his nice Lord's pitches out there, um, which we've been having a look at over the last couple of days. So there will be some movement around, but you know, often at Lord's it ends up pretty decent for batting through the middle of the test match. They might be able to do something with that. You'd think so. Look, uh, you're right. Ireland are deeper. The inclusion of Curtis Camphor, who's played test cricket this year. That's the other bit of context here. Ireland had to wait pretty much four years between test matches from mm-hmm. Lords in 19, where they had that great day one, bowling out England for 85. And the three they played, I think it was one in Bangladesh and two in Sri Lanka yep. a couple of months ago. So, you know, they're kind of in the groove right now. They're normally not in the groove. They play a test They've match. They've never been in the groove. They had They've no never chance been near to be in the anything remotely like a groove. Now, yeah. that was very different uh, conditions. They played on a flat one in Gaul in their most recent test where both sides made 500 plus. I think, I think Sri Lanka made 700 plus, didn't they? But yeah, Camphor gives them depth. He's now got a test 100. Um, uh, you mentioned the keeper, Lorcan Tucker, who we also spoke to yesterday. He made 100 on test taboo. Uh, and he made 80 in his most recent test match. He'll be at seven. So, you know, there, there is something more there than there might have been mm-hmm. of late. Um, and, yeah, they've got Harry Tector, who's made four one-day hundreds in, like, the last 12 months or, or something like that. He was part of that winning side against England uh, at Southampton in 2020 as well. So it's not as though they should feel overly daunted by playing England. It's just that the gap feels more exacerbated over the longer form of the game, which mm-hmm. is typically the way it goes, mm-hmm. right? Short-form cricket, um, uh, the variables can, can bounce around more quickly and you can snatch a win or you can get lucky on Duckworth-Lewis or, or something like that. That's less likely to happen across a four-day test match. But, yeah, there's a belief there that, that might not have been there 10 years ago. Right. Um, Josh Little, not present. We knew, we've known that for weeks, that he wouldn't be selected to play in this particular Well, this match. bloke here is going to lead the attack instead. It's Mark Adair, we spoke to yesterday. Um, he'll be running in from the pavilion end, little nip-backers uh, into the pads of Joe Root like it was four years ago when he knocked him over twice. And, uh, and he's been in the nets too. He made some runs in their warm-up he did. game. He did. Um, so he, he's feeling good. He's up and running. Josh Little was bowling in the three-day uh, IPL final that they played <laughs> recently. Um, and, and played... So Australia didn't play a three-day game last weekend, no. but um, Josh Little not playing a test effectively yeah. did. Yeah, Australia <laughs> had test matches in India that were shorter than the <laughs> IPL final that went for 35 overs. So, uh, look, it, it was always the case that he was going to miss this because they've got World Cup qualifiers coming up a couple of weeks after that, and he's been bowling in the IPL every day for the last couple of months. They'd, you don't want to break an asset who's a tall, quick left armour, who's clearly your best bowling weapon. You don't want to put too much strain on him. Um, and I totally understand why people are annoyed about it. You know, we're test cricket tragics on this show. And Andy Belburney made comments yesterday, which are true, but which also rub people up the wrong way, that, that this test match is not the most important thing that's happening this summer. That's not because test cricket isn't important. It's because if Ireland don't qualify for the World Cup, they miss out on a huge amount of funding. If Ireland exactly. do qualify for the World Cup, there's so much extra funding attached that it literally changes their operations for the next four years up until the next World that, Cup. That is the game-changing it's, it's, it's piece. It's yeah. important in a way. Test cricket is, this is symbolically important for them, but if they win this test match, it doesn't help what they do next, in, except in terms of vibes, except in terms of enthusiasm. Those things are important, but also literally just being able to keep the lights on at Cricket Island is important. So I asked Andy about this at the presser as well, just before. Uh, 
weeks like this are important to make a statement to the powers that be that all 12 full member nations should be in the World Test Championship, acknowledging the Afghanistan situation is a shambles. But if you just look at it from a pure cricketing perspective, there shouldn't be sort of two tiers of test cricket within mm. one organising structure. Yep. It, it, these bespoke test matches shouldn't be bespoke for Ireland. They should be able to get the same amount of access as any other full member does, with the exception of Zimbabwe, them and and the aforementioned Afghanistan. So that's one piece of this. I was really annoyed at the way that um, people leapt on Balberni yesterday for those comments. He was just stating the truth, as you say. If they win here or don't win here, yeah, it might make a difference to that sort of meta-narrative around Irish Test cricket, but it won't change anything about their funding, about their resourcing. They make the World Cup, it is game-changing for them in the next four years. So it is just a, sta a statement of fact that they mm -hmm. need to... What he said, they need to beat Scotland in front of 30 people or Oman in front of 50 people more than they need to beat England in front of 25,000 people here at Lords. And that sucks, but it's just the truth. And yep. that's not his fault. That's not Cricket Ireland's fault. That is the fault of administrators that didn't see fit to include Ireland in the World Test Championship when they initiated it back in 2019. Spot on. Uh, okay, so in terms of that attack, but given Little won't be there, Mark Adair will be leading that attack um, and they'll be, well, they'd be dreaming about trying to replicate what they did a few yeah. years ago when they rolled England for 85, but no, no Tiger Timmy murder this time around. Oh, I think Young's well suited. He moves the ball around. We saw that. He took three wickets uh, against, I think he knocked over like Jason Roy, James Vince in that win that I referred to before in, in 50 over cricket. So knows what he's doing. He'll be bowling. Um, you know, up the slope, as it were, from the nursery, and where we're recording this, and Adair, as we mentioned before, will come down the slope. And then I, I like the idea of Camphor um, playing a big role through the course of the week with bat and ball. I've been all over all over his story since before he mm -hmm. debuted for Ireland a few years ago. So, and he's a big game player. We saw in the World Cup last year; it was his seventy not out yep. uh, that got them through to the second round, effectively. So, um, we, we've been huge Kurt fans here, and, and that won't change over the next few days. Curtain calls, um, England. Now we were talking about how it might be a bit funny if they rolled out for this test match with Broad and Wokes leading the attack just as they did four years ago yeah. taking all of the wickets but it won't be Broad and Wokes Chris Wokes out England leading with the tongue tongue in yeah as it was put to me by uh, a friend last night uh, a listener to the show indeed uh, it's the first PG body part debutante for England for a long time there right. have been a lot of uh, x-rated body parts or well, not sure. x-rated body parts strictly speaking but um, you can sexualize them I suppose you can I mean, it's a versatile part of the body. You, you know what I'm trying to say. The beer this isn't the gooch. This isn't this isn't uh, ball, ball, Jake Ball, yeah, and so on. Yeah. Anyway, but you know, when the tongue crawls out of the guy's mouth and then crawls through the house party and then goes to the bath with a tub full of drinks, full of ice, and like grabs one and drags it back to his mouth again. <laughs> Imagine that. Now, that's a very versatile tongue. <laughs> so he's 25 years old. Josh Tang uh, played against Australia when I first saw him play actually in 2019 at New Road. Picked up wickets there. Perhaps more importantly, got Steve Smith out in a first-class game a couple of weeks ago. Leg Who hasn't wicket. got Steve Smith out in a first-class game? In Leg the last before few wicket. Weeks. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, so he, he was one of the three bowlers that did that. But yes, that that put him in a good position. Travelled with the England Lions over the winter. Bowled really well in a first-class game. So that's not to be discounted mm -hmm. at all of this. He's quicker than the average bear. Has that nip backer thing going on. So they'll go in without a genuine swing bowler, which mm. Wokes more is. With, in these conditions, although to be fair, Wokes relies mostly on his nip these days too, I suppose, with as a more experienced campaigner. But but still, uh, Tongue's more hit the deck kind of guy, much like it is with Potts and Broad. So they might be a little bit samey mm -hmm. with Leach rounding out the attack, but you can see what they're looking at with Leach. They, they just want to, not Leach rather, with Tongue. They want to see him in, in test match conditions and they want to potentially have him as part of the rotation against Australia with five test matches in six weeks because 
they won't have Archer, they mm-hmm. won't have Wood every week, uh, and of course they, they won't have um, Ollie Stone. So they need to be a bit more resourceful than what might have been the plan a few months ago. So that's why he gets his chance instead right. of Wokes. They probably know what Wokes can do, and that might be part of the decision as well. And with the batting, I mean, best well, it's, seven. It's, 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 it's the power pack model, right? It's yeah. like get everything that you've got, throw everything at them. You know, best out seven, Crawley and Duckett opening, and then everybody just going nuts in between. That's it, and they'll baz ball, and that's for sure. Um, it could mean that the Irish bowlers, I was talking to Noel O'Brien before he played for Ireland for a long time these days at, at commentators, like, you know, the Irish bowlers will probably need to withstand passages of play where England are scoring at five and over, like, mm-hmm. as they did last year. There's no reason why that will be any different here, even if the surface is lively on day one. The challenge yeah. will be, from a mindset perspective, how they keep themselves in the game enough yeah. to take wickets by wicket-taking deliveries while yeah. the onslaught's taking place. Because right. the best way to slow the run rate, take your wickets. I, I hope that, say, Ireland bowl them out for 85 again, but it <laughs> happens in 10 overs. You know, That's going to be the dream. That, a a one-day test match. Yeah, that'll be the ideal situation. And then on you go from there. Uh, we should say, Jeff, that as we go... Oh, one more thing about the cricket itself. Okay. Ben Stokes uh, might bowl. Might bowl. Might bowl. He didn't bowl in the IPL. He, he sat bowled, on the bench he, a lot. He bowled a couple overs in the IPL. Yeah, but didn't play for the last mm. seven or eight games he was there for. I think he bowled in one match and then it didn't work out so well. And he, well, he just wasn't. But the, my point is, when he wasn't bowling, he wasn't playing. They, sure. were, they weren't using him as a, as a batter. I watched him net earlier today. He's hitting the ball exquisitely. He's very lean. He's lost weight. So he looks fit. He's been, okay. um, he's been doing all he needs to do. And he said in the presser that he um, sort of made a pledge to his teammates that he was going to get fit enough in India to bowl in Test cricket this year. And the hint there was that he would bowl this week. So okay. I think we've been working on the assumption that he wouldn't be good to go on his bad knee. Um, and they might sort of pick and choose when they use him. Yeah, he, he didn't like bowl the house down against Australia in 2019, it's worth remembering. But he took important wickets and bowled long spells. Um, so if he can bowl long spells as captain, well, that mm-hmm. gives him that, that inbuilt strength that provides him the flexibility to always play leech, even in conditions like this that, you know, England two years ago didn't play a spinner for the whole summer against India. So there has been a, a change in, in philosophy there a little bit, and it helped along considerably by Stokes being able to get to the crease. All right, we're going to get to the Hall of Fame, but you're going to get your notes out. I am. We're going to get uh, used to this. We've got a, we've got a sponsor <laughs> for the season. Um, and, and, you know, if you're from Australia, you might know of Westfield as one thing, as, as a, a big shopping mall. But if you're in London, it's, it's a different thing. It's a vibe. It's a party. Well, Westfield London and Westfield Stratford City. When I was living in London in 11-12 around the Olympic Games, it's when Westfield Stratford City was opening. And I can tell you, it is an entertainment hub. So if you're not here at Lord's watching or you're not mm. watching around the, you know, around the country, you can get around to a number of places. The Bat and Ball, the ultimate destination for after-work fun with darts, pool, ping-pong, beer pong, yep. karaoke, and live DJs. It's a revelation to me. I, plus, <laughs> hit some dingers yeah. at Home Run House. Hit some dingers. Hits dingers. dingers. Okay. I dingers. Mean, I just, yeah, I, I wouldn't have thought of Westfield as a place to go and hang out and have a cool, fun time, but apparently it is. Westfield, Parramatta, okay. not doing this. Not Westfield, doing this. London, by con- that was Stratford City. Westfield, London, other side of town. Mm-hmm. That is where Sixers is. Okay. One of the various Sixers bars. Cricket-themed Cricket-themed, bar. so you yep. can get in the nets and kind of show you. I'm not particularly good in the Sixers nets, it must be said. I'm, for whatever reason, 10 metres, it's about 10 metres away. I can't pick up the ball no matter how slow it goes. Uh-huh. You're going to be in there. We're going to do some filming okay. at Sixers right. at, um, at Westfield, London. So very much looking forward to that. Visit westfield.com forward slash united-kingdom mm. to check out the best places to eat shop and play all summer long westfield london and westfield stratford city more extra 
less ordinary. ordinary. Okay. There you go. We'll got get it. better at that as we go, but we, we're, we're great to have them on board. We're easing our way in. Um, <laughs> Hall of Fame, my nomination is, you can't see it, but just behind us there are those LED strips, those boards that go all the way around mm. the boundary line, right? You won't be able to see them on the other side either because they're too far away. So consider the ratio, right? They're, they're say, this high. Um, they've been putting the players' names on them, and then because you can't put a face on them unless it's very small, you have to zoom into a real little strip. And so they've just been putting giant close-ups of every England player's eyeballs, <laughs> just the eyeballs. But they're so big that they're really frightening. Like you can see all of the grisly bits around the outside and the, the, the imperfections and the bumps and the cysts and, the, and they're just gooey and it just feels like you're about to, I don't know, like you could slip in there, like you'd accidentally get a leg in there and then, oh God, you're in Ben Stokes' eyeball and you kind of pull your leg out. There, there's a great line in the finale of Succession. No spoilers here, no spoilers. Spoilers here about eye about about eyes and okay. I'll, I'll, that's a little okay. um, that's a little um, Easter egg for you to open at some point. The, the eyes have it. Um, the do you, eyes do have you have it. a Hall of Fame? Anything uh, what to would today? I say? A Hall of Fame? I would say this: England rocking up early to train so they could play golf in the afternoon. Bless them. Never change. Oh, it's, 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 <laughs> it's the golf era and it's disgusting. Right, this has been the final word daily, the first for the Northern Summer. Jeff Lemon, Adam Collins, stick with us. We'll see you very often. More extra, less ordinary. Sorry if I ran into empty this, so you know what I meant here. I had to go.